You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hi, welcome to episode 90 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from Today I Found Out. And in today's episode, you're going to learn about several things. In the first segment, you're going to learn about the origin of the name Hot Dog and a popular myth that surrounds this name. Then in the next section after that, you're going to hear a brief word from our sponsor, Squarespace. And then after that, there's going to be a bonus why article today about uh, another thing that you'll probably eat with a hot dog, soft drinks. You're going to learn where the name for those beverages comes from. And then all of those segments are going to be followed by a bonus fact section today which talks about the origin of hot dogs and some more information about soft drinks. Let's just get right into today's show. Myth. Hot dog was coined at a New York Giants baseball game. You'll often hear that the name hot dog comes from a cartoon drawn by T.A. Dorgan during a New York Giants baseball game at the Polo Grounds around 1902 to 1906. The date varies depending on who's telling the story. At this game, he supposedly observed a vendor, Harry Stevens, selling hot dachshund sausages. Dorgan, being inspired by this, drew a dachshund in a hot dog bun, but didn't know how to spell dachshund, so just wrote hot dog. As nice of a word origin story as this is, it's completely false. To date, no record of the cartoon in question has ever been found, but whether it existed or not doesn't matter. The term hot dog referring to a form of sausage in a bun had been commonly known at least ten years before Dorgan supposedly drew that cartoon. Specifically, the first documented references to hot dogs were in the September 28, 1893 edition of the Knoxville Journal and in the October 19, 1895 edition of the Yale Record that contained a reference to the Kennel Club, which was a lunch wagon on campus that sold hot sausages in buns, referred to as hot dogs. So where did the term hot dog actually come from? Dating back to at least the 1880s, it became common to call sausages dogs due to the fact that people never knew exactly what meat was in the sausages they were buying. Around that time, there was a lot of rumors that horse and dog meat were being commonly used to make sausages. There was even a song about this written in 1860, and the first documented accusations of dog meat being used in sausages was from 1845. Though the university students clearly didn't invent the name, it is thought that it was college students that popularized the name as referring to hot sausages in buns. Around this time, lunch wagons serving hot sausages in buns became common on college campuses, the bun being added so people could eat the hot sausages while they walked between classes. These lunch wagons were somewhat similar in quality of food to modern-day roach coaches, so the students took to calling them dog wagons, with their product being hot dogs, referring to the rumor that the low-quality sausages were made from dog meat. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it amazingly easy to create your own professional website, online portfolio, or even a fully-featured online store in almost no time at all. Besides taking the technical headache out of starting a website, among other features they include 24-7 customer support, a custom domain for your site, hosting, and a number of fully customizable website templates, including each theme coming with a built-in mobile version. All this starting at just $8 per month. We're also happy to tell you that Squarespace is extending a discount to listeners of this podcast. Besides being free to try, you can get 10% off by going to squarespace.com and signing up with the offer code Daily Knowledge with no space between the two words there. Why carbonated beverages are called soft drinks. Today, the term soft drink is typically used for flavored carbonated beverages, but originally it was just any drink that didn't contain a significant amount of alcohol, a hard drink. 
The push to have soft drink primarily refer to just sugary carbonated beverages is thanks to a concerted effort by carbonated beverage makers. Flavored carbonated beverage makers were having a hard time creating national advertisements due to the fact that what people call their product varied from place to place. For instance, in parts of the United States and Canada, flavored carbonated beverages are referred to as pop, in other parts, soda, in yet other parts, coke, and there is a variety of other names commonly used as well. If we go international with advertisements, in England these are called fizzy drinks, in Ireland sometimes minerals. To account for the fact that they can't refer to their product in the generic sense on national advertisements because of the varied terms, the manufacturers chose the term soft drink to be more or less a universal term for flavoured carbonated beverages. Thanks to the subsequent advertising campaigns that followed featuring this, today soft drink almost exclusively refers to these beverages rather than any non-alcoholic drink as before. And now for today's bonus facts. The first known reference of the term pop as referring to a beverage was in 1812 in a letter written by English poet Robert Southey. In this letter, he also explains the term's origin. Called on A. Harrison and found he was at Carlisle, but that we were expected to supper, excused ourselves on the necessity of eating at the inn, supped there upon trout and roasted fowl, drank some of the most admirable cider, and a new manufactory of a nectar between soda water and ginger beer, and called pop because pop goes the cork when it is drawn, and pop you would go off too if you drank too much of it. Bonus fact 2. It isn't exactly known when somebody first got the bright idea to put sausages in a bun, however, the first historical reference of sausages themselves goes all the way back to one of the first books ever written, Homer's Odyssey. As when a man besides a great fire has filled a sausage with fat and blood, and turns it this way and that, and is very eager to get it quickly roasted. While it is unlikely that the practice of putting sausages in some sort of bread only happened recently, bread being a staple food throughout history and sausages being relatively popular in many cultures, the first recorded instance of sausages being sold encased in bread came from around the 1860s, where various German immigrants sold frankfurters with milk rolls and sauerkrauts on the streets of New York City. There are numerous stories as to who first got the idea to put a sausage in a bun, but nobody knows for sure which, if any, are true. A common theme behind all of these stories is that the idea behind the bun was to be able to serve the hot dogs to customers on the streets without the customers burning their hands on the hot sausages. This part of the origin stories, at the least, is generally thought to be correct. Bonus fact 3. Both cats and dogs are commonly eaten in certain parts of the world. For instance, in Guangdong, China alone, around 10,000 cats are eaten per day. In all of Asia, it is thought that around 4 million cats are eaten every year, or about just shy of 1% of the worldwide population of domestic cats. Dogs are commonly eaten in Asia, with around 13 to 16 million dogs eaten every year there, or nearly around 4% of the world's dog population. It should be noted, though, that typical breeds you'd find in people's households as pets are not the ones usually eaten. Rather, specific breeds have been developed for consumption, such as the hugely popular Nuriungi dog, which is rarely raised for anything else but livestock and is one of the most popular dog breeds to eat. The Nuriungi loosely resembles a small yellow Labrador. In South Korea, both dogs meant to be pets and dogs meant to be eaten can often be seen sold in the same marketplace. Usually, the cages the dogs are kept in will be marked or color-coded to distinguish which dogs are for what purpose. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.